Fido. Hey up, Cox. It's Serious James and that with Peter All and me, Serious James. You all right? We're, we're live on on a Sunday. I don't, I don't know how it work these bloody things, <laughs> mate. We're, we're on a Sunday. It's the first time we've done a Sunday one for a while. Mm. Um. 20, 23rd of August. Uh, lockdown's getting lifted in Wigan because uh, we're not infecting anybody. But Greater Manchester. They're not, blo- they're not bloody frightened in Wigan, are you? <laughs> we'll, we'll shit them. We'll bloody shit them, this fucking coronavirus. We'll You're shit them. So, uh, so some, some good news. How, how's your week, Ban? What have you been up to? Anything interesting? <clears throat> I mean, well, full disclosure, I uh, I was pretty depressed all week, if I'm honest with you. Oh, man. <laughs> because uh, because great of... start to the comedy podcast. <laughs> why, why, we, why are we depressed? Well, for, for the listeners, for the listeners, for the listeners, Jamie did not um, in any way sort of do any housekeeping before we started. Uh, so I would have <laughs> revealed that to him in any way. You might have avoided it, but seeing as no, he's asked me, I think it's I good to talk man. about mental health. I'm I'm honest about my stuff, so. Um, well, there there you have it. It would yeah. T- why why what's got you down, man? Um, it was nothing really. I, I wouldn't say that. Um, if something's gotten you down, often that that's like a rational, you know, a, a, you know, say if you. Uh, yeah. You fucking had a car accident on your house burnt down and you're sad. Then there's no mental health problem there, is there? <laughs> no, no. Very fair point. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine was literally just like chemical imbalance, probably because I got, you know, leathered last weekend and I was throwing up and didn't get any sleep and I don't know. So something was off. And then I was just like, my equ- equilibrium was just out of whack all week. And uh, yeah. Now it's okay. I did. I did tell you that if you're ever feeling down, to ring me and let me know. But you didn't. So I, you know. Well, I was you know, if you know. are depressed, then that promise seems nothing more than just uh, politeness, doesn't it? When, no, exactly. Depressed, he's like, <laughs> he's only said that because I didn't he's just know you friendly. Well, I didn't know you were depressed at the time. <laughs> I just said it to be nice. I thought. I thought. Yeah, I was well, being but. Nice. Yeah, I mean, when you're healthy-minded, you just like, I've got these friends and I can count on them. And but when when you're not when you know when you're on a sort of chemical low, when you're not thinking straight, you just think no one actually cares and I can't confide in anyone. Oh, you should never think that, man. Um, but well, I, I know, it, not, yeah. now I do. But yeah. you know, you won't be told, will you, when there's something up? True, we, I, I've been there. It's a a daily struggle, the mental health battle, isn't it? It's um... It's good to uh, talk. Think, think about topping yourself, eh? Oh, no, not after this week. <laughs> not with uh, one of our former classmates, sadly, ending his life. Yeah. Um, well, now that makes me seem like my joke was tactless. Like, I, I <laughs> Well, was, it, it does, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't thinking about that. Okay. I was just trying to make a... Well, I was trying to make a tactless joke, but less tactless <laughs> than it has turned out it was. Um, yeah, I'd say, yeah, okay, what a weird week. I was um, I was thinking about you before, actually. Um, I was... I, I, no, I wasn't touching myself. Um, 
I was thinking, I've like, do you cook? Like, what do you cook for yourself? Like, I've never <laughs> seen you cook. <laughs> what made you think of this? Because I was cooking for myself before. I thought, oh, I wonder yeah. if Peter would probably like what I'm making. And then I thought, I've, I've never seen him make a meal for himself. Like, does he know? What, what like, were you making? I was making some uh, some hot wings. Duck a l'orange. No, some, some lovely crispy hot oh, wings. Oh, yeah. Are these the hot wings that you always say that you want to make for me sometime? I've never said that I wanted to make hot wings for you. Yeah, you have. Have I? Yeah, like... Are you sure? I'm thinking you, you said it, you know, sometimes we'll go and watch a film in uh, Printworks and we'll chill before it. And you've said it a couple of times, like, that you uh, you have this hot wings recipe and you want me to try it. No, that's not me. Yeah. This is the first time I've made hot wings. Then it's not you. <laughs> Although I think you would have liked my hot wings, and I was just thinking, well, like, what? I'm sure. Didn't you, you? I'm sure it was. You were saying, like, yeah, yeah. I, I get some Frank's hot sauce, and I put it on some hot wings. I mean, that's not me making hot wings. That's just me covering chicken wings in Frank's hot sauce. Yeah, but you made the wings from scratch. You built uh, the chicken. No, no, no. Well, I did it for the first. I made, I made it for the first time today. I made a nice little crispy batter. It's dipped nice. it and fr- fried the chicken and then glazed it with the hot sauce. Mm. And I thought, Peter would like this. And I thought, I don't, I, what does Peter cook for himself when he's at home? Um, not really, no. By the way, I'm going for some uh, yard and coop tomorrow. Just thought I'd make you jealous there. Kick, kick me in the dick, that's it. It's all right, because I make my own fried chicken now. Um, buttermilk fried chicken. Uh, it's, and it's, uh, it's good. My buttermilk fried chicken's good. I'm not. I'm not dodging answering your question. I cook only one meal. Pasta. Um, well, no, I. You know, yeah, I've I've sort of boiled pasta and added <laughs> sauce before. Um, Tommy Ken. And you know, I've, I've like fried, you know, chi- like cut raw chicken up, fried that, and added like a jar of curry or something like that. I've done shit like that, but. There's the the most that you'll ever get out of me cooking is the one meal that I consume probably twice a day. I have the same meal like two or three times a day, and I have been doing for the past like two or three years. Yeah, and that involves crack a couple eggs into a pan. Yeah, stick some uh, boil in the bag rice action going on. Yeah, open a can of tuna. Yeah. Add some, you know, maybe some pepper flakes some uh, and some black ground pepper, a little bit of salt maybe to the eggs. Yeah. Like you want, maybe you want to cover them over just as, as they're like half fried, just to like make sure the top so is a little bit more cooked without browning the bottom too much. Um, get that rice out, throw it in with the tuna, mix it all together. Yeah. A little bit of lemon juice in there. Yeah. Some white wine vinegar or some maybe <laughs> some apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, I put a little sriracha in there as well. A little bit of heat. Some of that heat. Yeah. I chopped some uh, chopped some baby plum tomatoes, add some spinach, maybe some rocket. Yeah. Throw the egg on top, more sriracha. It's over. Egg, egg, tuna, eggy, rice. With some salad, yeah. With some salad, nice. Sounds healthy. 
Um, uh, yeah, I mean, if if we if we go in like compared to what otherwise I would be eating, which is just microwave meals, then it's incredibly healthy. Obviously, <laughs> if someone's like a fitness instructor or something, they're going to go, "Oh yeah, oh, there's too many carbs there." Um, or you I know, the sriracha, I'm sure, is full of sugar, but you need it, carbs for me. Man. That is as that is as healthy as I could eat all the time. It's a cheap meal. It's easy to make. It's like take five ten minutes to make. It costs about two or three quid for everything that goes in it. And you can eat it on repeat. And all you have to do if you want to mix it up is swap this sriracha for a different hot sauce. Yeah, true. Have you ever thought about just like microwave rice rather than boiling the bag rice? Yeah, I got microwave rice as well. It's just not, it's not as good. I was giving you the perfect version of the dish, right, but I okay. will go microwave rice. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, it's not for me. I don't like tuna, but the rest of it sounds good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about like, you know, just a tuna. Well, I'll have a tuna melt or a tuna baguette, tuna and whatever. But, you know, say if someone has tuna on pizza, that's like gross to me. Or if someone just has tuna and salad and it's literally just forkfuls of tuna with nothing except some dressing, <laughs> that's awful to me as well. But tuna mixed in with the rice, all it does is make the rice meaty. It's just yeah. like eating meaty rice. Yeah. George, uh, George loves tuna pasta. That's... Um, <clears throat> he loves it. Yeah, Kim. Kim like, have you ever had cowboy beans? No. What are they? So, ca- cowboy beans. I was like, at this house. We, we, we. It's a long story. We like rented this house or something for a party. So it was just like a barren house. There was barely anything in it, and we were in the middle of Penzance. So there was no shops nearby, and we were just all fucked in the morning, just like hungover. Well, we were on a come down to be to level with you <laughs> <laughs> of and illegal like, drugs. Illegal drugs, the finest though. I'll tell you the story sometime. It was the finest illegal drugs I've ever. You can tell me now. You can tell me now if you want. Oh no, it's your show, man. It's a long story. Um, I've got nothing else to do. I'm like, I'm. uh, Well, perhaps later. Perhaps later. But the the important thing right now is that we were struggling for what to have for breakfast, and we're like combing the cupboards. Like, well, there's some beans, but there's no eggs, or there's no bread, or anything. tin of corned beef like what and then one guy was like cowboy beans and i was like what what's cowboy beans he was like and he got the hob on and he threw the beans into the uh into the pan there and he started cutting the corned beef into the beans right i was like i I don't think i've ever even eaten corned beef except like you know if everything else has gone at a buffet and there's like corned beef sandwiches or something corned beef hash Um, yeah i guess um yeah corned beef hash is nice a lobby a little bit of hot pot. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's cutting the corned beef into the beans there and the corned beef's like melting. And then he just plates the beans up. It's just beans with like meaty sauce because the corned beef just melted and just went into, you know, just like little fibres. So it just thickened. It was just eating thick sauce, meaty beans. And it was so good. It was Ooh. medicine for us in that moment. It doesn't sound, like on paper, it doesn't sound fantastic. You should then, try it though. Then, I mean, yeah. it wasn't a fair example because I think I, if you'd have just yeah, if I'd have you know, given you horse shit, you'd have probably had it. Yeah, I'd have been like, "This horse shit is <laughs> it's the best. Good. It's grade A horse shit." This, my friend. Yeah, so I think that's what I'm doing with the rice and the tuna. There is just like thickening out the, you know, I'm just uh, tuna. Not very fussed about, but rice and tuna are all mixed up together nice yeah i mean yeah interesting maybe i will make you my uh, hot wings one day 
I'd like that. Uh, I'd have I'd to like get that. some better quality wings because the wings were. Oh, dude, do you know what I had? Uh, what I had last night that I'm still on like an afterglow from. Uh, I had no. to eat. Yeah, go on. I went out and it was it was a Saturday night last night, chucking it down, and also you know we're sort of still in COVID, the age of the era of the, you know, we're the, in, the we're Corona. In, we're in COVID times, as I keep hearing. COVID times. Yeah. And um, so we we sort of. I go out for some ramen and we, you know, we're chilling and then we're like, let's go to the pub. We nip across to a pub. It's full. Every, it's full of, you know, every table is booked. We're like, fuck. So we nip across to the other pub. It's all full, booked up. So we start bang, bang, bang. We're just pinballing across the road, just visiting every single place. And we must have visited like 15 different joints across like Northern Quarter. Every single place booked up and it's chucking it down. And I went out dressed for summer. So I'm just... I'm just. I'm still. I'm in the tail end of this like depression that I was facing of that week, and I was like, "Fuck my life." And uh, I mean, that's not funny. Like, but... <laughs> it was quite funny. We kept ringing Ubers, but then they, like three Ubers in a row cancelled on us, and we were oh. just like, "What do we do? What do we do though?" Um, so we ended up. We we went back to. It, we went back to you know Slay. Slay yeah, yeah. Tattoo. Yeah. Went back to her studio. She just got a new tattoo studio in in manchester down nice. um, oxford road like her own place uh, so we went back there because it was dry we can have our own tunes on we bought some tinnies and we're chilling in there um slay by the way who you were meant to get a tattoo off weren't you and it didn't happen yeah yeah it didn't didn't work out shit like the styles stylistically it didn't sort of work um it, her style isn't the sort of style that I, I think she I think she'd be happy she did a, did some work on Zach recently that wasn't in her style so I think if you just went like she's just started back up again so she, she'd be happy to do it yeah I mean just at the time it just stylistically like when when you first sort of like introduced it I think like she'd only just sort of got into it yeah she was trying to build her brand she yeah. wanted to keep it on but now she's just like yeah why not come in I'll get it done yeah. Um, but we went in there, so we're chilling in there all night. But we we chilled in there so long, and it was like a casino. There's no clocks or anything, and no indication of what's going on. We're listening to, we go one grime tune, one Disney tune, one grime tune, one Disney tune all night, and then um, and then it got like too late, and everywhere was closed, and we were all starving. So I was like, "What do we do?" And Slay was like, "Trust me," and she took us deep into like gay country. You know? <laughs> went to the village the village yeah and uh she was like check it out and we w- went around this corner and we went into a fucking all night chippy yeah it was like half one two in the morning and we got a uh i got fucking chip balm and gravy oh no classic 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 battered sausages yeah yeah with the uh, with the moist maker at the bottom the uh, the moist thing. maker it was great the, the... you eat a few of the chips and then you just fucking close the lid and pick the whole thing up. Yeah. Oh. And do you know what? I ordered chip balm and curry. I was very clear about what I ordered. When she gave me gravy, I thought, you know what? I actually prefer to have gravy right now. So she even though she me like a book, she, I think that'd be a gr- I think that would be a great skill. That like they do that with them. Um, there's like sushi places that do that, though, don't they? Where they just where you walk in and you don't order. Like the chef gives you what you think you should have. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. It's got a name for it, but in Japan, it's quite a big thing. Like you don't order it. Like the chef gives you what you want, but you don't know that you want it. Yeah, I'm up for it. 
It's, They're uh, the yeah. experts. I've never even been to this restaurant before. You're here all the time. What do I want? Yeah, I'm just trying to find out the name for it. So, uh, what else have you been up to this week, man? Uh, just work, 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 work. Uh, really? That's it, man. Um, I, I, no. I got... Go on. No, you. I was just going to say, I, uh, I, I read an interesting fact, which led me down a rabbit hole of facts. Yeah. And I've done a game of true or false for you. Oh, shit. Because I know you love true or false. Well, I do love true or false, but there are a couple of faux pas that I have to, we'll have to see if they're, they're in there or not. What are the faux pas? Well, I, it's a pet peeve, really. Sometimes when people play true or false, for me, the objective of true or false is you, uh, have you got some made up facts as well, yeah? I've got some, well, you'll wait and see, yeah. So, yeah, some true, some false. Um for me, the objective is to get people to think something's true when it's in, when they look back at it, they go, obviously that was never true. And it's like, you've stitched them up, they're embarrassed. They're like, of course that's not true. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm such a fool. And then vice versa, you've got to impress people. Like they go, whoa, no way. Like that sounded as if it would be true, but that's also ridiculous. Of course, you know, that, you know, it's, you've got to make people regret that they did it. Like, oh, of course, of course. Whereas what some people do, and this is the pet peeve, they'll they'll just sort of change a couple. It could be true, but it's not true. It doesn't happen to be true. Like they go, the first congressperson to do it was eighteen seventy, when really it was eighteen sixty one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've definitely and done some of your faux pas. Then, oh, why? Because then it's just that. That's just a general knowledge test, and I go false, and you go it's true, and I go oh, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but I, I think... I go, so. what? That's crazy. Well, well, we'll see when we do it. Do you want to get it out? Should we get it out of the way? Um, sure. Why not? Let's dive in. Uh, I feel like that... Uh, oftentimes, I feel like on on your show, it's like you get me on and then you, you're like the games master or something. You know, you're just sort of hitting <laughs> me with stuff. So yeah. I feel like I talk more on your show than you do. Well, yeah, I'm I'm the host. Okay, I'm okay. Yeah, but then... Through. But I know that you won't bring anything. If I tell you to bring something, you won't do it. You shit at homework. I know this. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I could I could bring like top... I could just... I don't have to prep anything. I could just go, hey, man, what do you think of this? And then you can just go on at length about what you think about the thing. But we, we, we do do that as well, but you just... You don't prod me, so... Okay. I, I need the prod. By all means, get stuck in some true or false. I'll give you some maybe next week or cool. Santa Claus is legally a Danish citizen. Um, so here's another faux pas that I think we could run into. <laughs> yeah. some, sometimes there's there's ones that like depending on semantics it's true or do you know what i mean like okay there is no santa claus so it has to be false but i can imagine there's some you know like J- johnny gave me a, a true or false the other day and he was like in ethiopia they believe that it's not the year 2020 and technically there will be some like subsects of some fundamentalist well yeah you know jewish ethiopian people. orthodox 
No, I mean, like, no, no, it was like uh, Ethiopian Orthodox Christians think it's like oh, right. 2018 or something, something ridiculous like that. But that's not Ethiopia, is it? Yeah. And like, even if technically, um, you know, there's some Danish thing where they say, you know, there is no Santa Claus, so he's not citizen of anywhere, is he? So but by powers of deduction, I would say it, it, it is false. Whether you say it is or not, it is false. <laughs> it is false, but there is uh, he, he he does hold Canadian citizenship apparently. No. Nope. <laughs> well, according to the internet, he does. Next one, the yeah. Curiosity Mars rover sings happy birthday to itself every year on the fifth of August, which is the anniversary of its landing. Okay, so I would say if we're going to grant that a robot can sing and it's not just playing a little box that beeps in the uh, of a melody, if we're calling that singing and you'll grant me that that is singing and you're not going to fuck with me on the date, <laughs> then yes, it does. It is true, yeah. Uh, 90% of text messages are read within three minutes of their delivery. Hmm. So the the... The, the way you would fuck me over on this is just like alter the percentage like you've got actually it's <laughs> actually, 57 actually it's 91 but that sounds true to me do you th- do, how does that hold for you though no if- no i'm not i i have my phone on silent and i check it periodically in the day i don't it doesn't tell me what to do <laughs> i always um I, well if it's it's always dependent on where I'm at, I think. Nine out of ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you have a family. You have a family, so you go out somewhere. You need to be ready for them to be like, quickly, Noah's dying. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, true. Um, that, so that, that one, was true, was it? That one, that one is true, yes. Uh, the so world four for four? Uh, three for three. The world's shortest horror story is only two sentences long. I mean, if this is false, then it's a very good, it's a very good one because it sounds like the type of thing that would definitely be true. Um, if you sneak me on it and you say, "Oh yeah, I read this interesting one that the shortest horror story is only nine words long," and I changed it to two, then you can go and fuck yourself. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Do you want me to read it out for you? I've got, I've got what it is. Or not if it's too scary. What you might is it going to be too scary? The last man on earth sat alone in a room. There was a knock at the door. Oh, did you say two sentences? I thought two, you said two words. No, two sentences. Right. Okay. Yeah. Two then. words would fucking be brutal. Yeah, I thought it was like you know, like Jimmy Carr's <laughs> veals, dear. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was going to be like that. No. That was it. Those are the two sentences. The last man on earth sat alone in a room. There was a knock at the door. Scary. Uh, oh, I know what the answer is. It's a riddle. <laughs> I don't think it is. It was, Michael, it, Michael, it was a woman. <laughs> there you go. Michael Jackson was so desperate to play the role of Spider-Man in a movie that in the 1990s he tried to buy Marvel Comics. Yeah, sounds true to me. That one, yeah, that one is true. I do, uh, the, the thing that sort of that, the reason I put that one in there is of all the comic book superheroes he took a, a fancy to, Spider Man 
Well, yeah, Spider-Man's got like, you know, he's a bit slender, isn't he? So, you know, Michael Jackson's not going to play Thor, is he? <laughs> I know, it's just weird. Uh, Game of Thrones had the same production budget as Friends. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like that. that's true to me. It is true, and it's $10 million an episode. Fuck. Uh, no Friends, way. Friends, obviously, was the salary of the cast, which brought the Yeah, but up. the cast, where did the rest of the money go? Well, the cast were making like a million dollars an episode towards the end, weren't they? There weren't 10 of them. Yeah, it was six. That's six million. Like I could shoot friends with a bunch of nobodies <laughs> for like less than five hundred grand. Ah, uh, there you go. There's a bet. Do you want to make a bet? A five hundred thousand pound bet. I'll make you a fifty pound bet that you can't invent an episode of Friends, and it be good for for less than five hundred k. Yeah, I suppose that and it be good is the interesting because <laughs> like it's the writers, it's probably the rehearsal time and. And just keeping keeping all the cast sweet as well, you know, like keeping them, you know, they're, they've got their glacier water and all that. Well, you've also got the thing of the chemistry as well between them. You'd have to get six people with the chemistry that they had. Um, yeah, people, are, people are but really. That's st- not an extra. That doesn't cost any extra to for the chemistry. No, but I think the, you know it's over time, isn't it? The, like obviously, what was it like ten series? Um, yeah. I, I wonder like, if they ever did, you know, like the show sent them on like a retreat weekend to go rock climbing and shit. I wonder if there was much of that going on. Oh, yeah. You mean like a corporate weekend away or something? Yeah, but like a team building exercise, not tonight. Um, I, th- I feel like Friends is such a Marmite show now. Well, in the respect that it claims everyone either loves or hates it, but some people love it. And some people hate it, and most people are ambivalent towards it. But I don't do you know many people that are just like meh. I I know people that are like I really love Friends, or I know people that are I, like, no, I, I don't would say like nine friends. out of ten people that I know love Friends. Then point eight people that I know say they've never seen it. That's and then mind point two people that I know are like uh, I hate it. I don't I find it such a funny thing to hate. It, Friends is the best thing that exists, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Better than heroin, cocaine. For definite. Without uh, question. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, well, I, I still, I still it, it still makes me laugh. It's still... It's unreal, man. Dude, heroin... Try it four times. The fourth time is not as good as the first time. <laughs> yeah, okay. Friends, I we me and Tanya rewatched it recently. Like, and that's probably the fourteenth time I've done that since it aired. And it's just, it's just like better every time. It's so good. It's so funny. Uh but here's my uh perhaps unpopular opinion on Friends though. Yeah. Ross. I, Ross if I was trying to Ross get is someone, the weak link. Well, maybe, yeah. Ross, I think sometimes you watch Ross and you go, this guy's a fucking wit. I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> fucking freak. But um, that's, that. you know, I'm fine with Ross. Ross, he's okay in my books. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
in real life, I would not hang out with Ross. I would not respect <laughs> the guy. It's just a bit of a whining, whine, whiny little but, bitch, isn't he? But, you know, he brings so much to the actual show. For yeah. me, I think Schwim is actually the most gifted, naturally comedic performer, I think, out of all really? of them. Really? Over um, uh, Terry? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, <sighs> yeah, I do, I do think that. Mm. If you watch it back and sort of excuse the fact that Ross as a character is actually insufferable, like if it were real, he, like Schwimmer's portrayal of him, like everything that he does, he, he, he's got more dimensions than any of the other characters, including Perry. I, I actually think, I think maybe uh, even, yeah, even LeBlanc's better than uh, Perry, I think. Well, Joey was such a gift, though, wasn't he? Like the way yeah, that they developed him, it, 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 it was a, it was such a like he's been given a gift of a role. Out of the chicks, I think it's Aniston that's got the best chops. Oh, the... without without a doubt, she goes on like she's so good because she goes on like ups and downs and ups and downs, and she never feels annoying. Rachel never feels. Like she at the start, she she goes to, then like between the start, she's just sort of this princess, and that's where the laughs come from. But then like mid series, she goes through this sort of dippy, uh, like sort of thick phase, and she's a bit like LeBlanc and a bit like Joey, isn't she? And she's yeah. And then in the later series, like she, you know, she gets good as a mum, and that yeah, it's so good. Yeah, good arc for her. So, but that you sort of touched on what my um, unpopular opinion is. I think if I was trying to recommend that someone watches Friends for the first time, and they're like, "Oh yeah, so should I just start just start it on Netflix?" I go, I'd give the first four seasons a miss. Hmm. I definitely give one one a miss. I was uh, generous with four. I, I if I was. Depending on the person and how cynical they are, or how like you know, depend depending on the person, I might even say five seasons, honestly. But then, like that's you just said, it's the best thing ever, and you're writing off fifty percent of the show. I know that's crazy, isn't it? That's that's testament to how good six, seven, eight, nine, and ten are. Yeah, well, there's so many great episodes in there. Oh, that where Joey's making fajitas. Oh god. Ro- where Ross, Ross is making for heaters, yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah, and maybe we can draw those lines differently. Maybe, you know, I'm open to someone arguing that you have to start halfway through season three or something, but without, with, with there's no doubt that the final half of Friends is oh, just yeah. superior. For sure. It's the bit that I look forward to when you start it. The, write, the writing got better, the production got better, like the character, the actual actors all settled into their roles better. The the characters, as they were written, developed more. Everyone got funnier. Like if you watch the early ones, it's like a college production has been asked to like write, like what you asked me to do, like write a, an episode of Friends for 500 grand. It's like, that's what the early ones look like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that one. They're re- they're really bad though. Have you watched see like season two recently? There's no um, <clears throat> uh, not recently. Uh, I might I might give it a rewatch now though. Now that I've, let me know uh, what you think. 
now that I've held back on Ozark, I might give that a little rewatch. Where are you up to on Ozark now? Uh, series two, episode six. Nice. Really catching me up, man. So we we um, gave it a bit of a rest because it was it's a bit stressful, isn't it? Like the show. Yeah, that's why I think I've stopped. Like, um, uh, oh no, series seven. I'm on episode. I've nearly done. Well, you have done episode seven as well, man. Oh bloody hell! Yeah. I didn't realize I was that far. Yeah, like it, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that's not listened. But yeah, you know that bit during bang, 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 bang all the way through, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, the, I'm sort of at that. I've just finished a bit in series two where they do something really, really bad. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, God, like, I need to take a break, man. Yeah, really stressful. So we, we, we like bailed out after. So we started season three and then I was just like, can we let's just watch like Bad Neighbours or something. <laughs> it's a little bit of light relief. But dude, I'm telling you this. No spoilers. I'm telling you. Season three is a huge jump up. It's a leap up in production quality. Really? That I've, it's I've, unreal. I've, I've read that it's the best series. The best season? Yeah. Man, it was, it actually, it was almost bad. I almost would like rate it down for how much it jumped up because it was distracting. Like every two minutes I would just, I'd go, look at this. This looks unbelievable. Are they make oh, they they completely take, changed? Are they taking advantage of the scenery more and stuff? I don't know. They yeah, the cinematography leapt up, but the cameras they're using leapt up. All these like you have to say, season one and two is just like different shades of blue in it. It's uh, it's so dark. Like I watch it on my phone's brightest setting, and, and you can't tell what the fuck's I'm, going on. And I'm still struggling to see. Some there are some episodes, night nighttime episodes, and it looks like that that episode of Game of Thrones that everyone took the piss out of, you know, the yeah. battle. <laughs> yeah, the dark, the, the dark night battle, yeah, the long night, yeah. Which but, was bad. Yeah, see, season three, man, just, it doesn't get, it, it does get more colourful, it doesn't get brighter, but it keeps that same sort of David Finchery sort of style, but it really gets the juiciest, best looking, yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's unreal, it's unreal, dude. I, I yeah I'll uh, I, I'm gonna box off series two, and then uh, make a start on series three. Um, we started watching the, you know the Unabomber that Unabomber show on Netflix with Sam Worthington. A Unabomber show. Yeah. But like yeah. he's got his own show now. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, he's got his own entertainment review. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's got Sam Worthington and uh, who plays the Unabomber. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not positive who what the Unibomber is. <laughs> you should watch the show, Paul Bettany. Let, sh- Paul, can Bettany. I give you? Can I give you my sort? So that this is just like a cretin trying to describe the Unibomber from like <laughs> having heard about it a few times in my yeah. life. Right? <clears throat> this will be interesting. Um, Go on. Yeah, I think it could be a Scandinavian man. No. Okay, so uh, already wrong. So this this is what I would have said. A Scandinavian dude who had some sort of manifesto and he just wanted to like, you know, he was a, some sort of paranoid, psychotic dude. And then he... I think if I was made to guess, I'd be like, he 
threaten to bomb somewhere or shoot people? No, he didn't threaten. He actually sent bombs. Unis? Did he send bombs to unis? Is he the uni bomber? <clears throat> the unibomber was university and airline bomber. Oh, shit. Because he sent them to universities and to uh, planes. So, yeah, I, I think I might have guessed that he didn't actually bomb anything. He had a manifesto about bombing shit and he just went out with some AK-47s and shot the place up, and but then didn't die himself and he went to jail or something. That's what I would have said. Well, he definitely did do the bombing. You should watch, the show's pretty good, actually. It's a yeah. rare one that Kim will watch it with me. So we're, yes. we're actually getting some... Uh, TV time together where it's not... You, you said Sam Worthington's in it. Sam Worthington's in it, yeah. Uh, and uh, Paul Bettany is in it as well. Dude, how crazy is it that Sam Worthington has got a career? <laughs> Why? What? Because he just awful. looks so normal. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, he's just like a man and that's it. Yeah, I, I, I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah, he's not... He, look, he looks like you've just started the game of reality and you've not changed anything about your character yet. <laughs> yeah. He got lucky with Avatar, didn't he? Yeah, and he's a good he's a good actor, but there's nothing like weird. There's no weird, different thing about him. He's just man number one on Sims. <laughs> uh, I, I'm excited about the, the new Avatar film. Are they gonna? There's gonna be like several new ones or something. The the they they're filming two and three at the minute, I think, or they were. Yeah, there's no way they're doing it right now. Uh, what well, it was it was oh wow they they've been shooting since last year, 2018. Jesus. Yeah, but they will have had to stop in like March, right? <laughs> I think they finished filming. Okay. Um. It's planned for release December 2022. I just hope for everyone involved in James Cameron that it just crushes it at the box office. Otherwise, he's... I mean, it is going to crush it at the box office, let's be honest. Yeah. That doesn't but, necessarily mean it's... Well, cr- critically as well. As, uh, yeah, I sort of hope that he doesn't just make a lot of money, but he sort of gets greenlit for like future ones and everyone's excited. And that's what we need. Yeah. Netflix was founded on August 29th, 2001. True. False. Oh, we were back to the game. I thought we were we were joking. No, no, no. False. It was 1997. I didn't even listen to right. I just thought you were just reading something about Netflix out no. and I thought we were going and I thought I was doing a callback to True or False. So, you this is what I heard. Netflix and blah, 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 blah. And I was so excited with Glee that I didn't even hear what you were saying. I was just like, oh, I'm going to say false or true at the end. And then you're going to go, ha, 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 because you'll realize that I was calling back to the true or false game. No, I was playing it. You got one wrong. What is the one that you said? What, Netflix, what did you say? Netflix was founded on August 29th, 2001. I would have said true to that anyway, though. It was 1997 it was founded. Oh my god! I can't believe I got it wrong. How how foolish of me! 20, how hilarious! Twenty three years old. Oh this. my god! Uh, Queen Elizabeth is a trained electrician. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> That's mint. False. It is false. <laughs> That's so good, though. <laughs> Did you know that she she is a trained mechanic? No way, is she. Yeah, she helped out in is World that, War. So that is that what inspired it? You read she, that she's a mechanic and you swapped it out. Yeah, because. I wanted to try, I wanted to tease you with a Queen Elizabeth one. So the way I get around doing, you know, what what we were discussing as the faux pas um, is I would I'll read an interesting fact and I'll just be inspired by it, but I'll change both the person and the job, or you know ah, what I mean, or yeah, yeah. if it's like oh in you know Colombia in 1994 there was a dog that was legally the prime minister of the country, and then I'll you know if I read that I'll sort of change the country and change the animal and change. And now it's like, do, do you get what I mean? Yeah. I'll say like, oh, that you know, there's a, a a restaurant in Hamburg, Germany, where the head chef is a lobster. <laughs> is there? No. Unless there is, maybe there is. It's coincidental, if so. Have, uh, you, have you got more true or falses? I have, yeah. In Ecuador. There is an island within a lake on an island within a lake on an island. There's an island on a lake. No, uh, there's an island within a lake on an island within a lake on an island. I mean, why wouldn't that be? That sounds fine. Are you saying true? That doesn't even sound ridiculous, though. That's just like me saying, there are 7,000 trees in this park. Well, it's false because Ecuador doesn't have any islands. So you need to listen to the question. (laughs) (laughs) Do you reckon some people would go, oh, well, yes, Ecuador is actually landlocked on every side. So there (laughs) are. Yeah, there is in in the Philippines. That is true. Uh, In a 2000. Wait, there's no islands in Ecuador. No, it's landlocked. Yeah, but there's no water, bodies of water where they would be. Oh, well, maybe. But it's false anyway, it's the Philippines. In the 2008 study, 58% of teenagers, uh, British teenagers, I should add, thought Sherlock Wait, Holmes... Wait, so now, instead of, listening, instead of listening to the fact now, this could be, like, you, you've read this and just changed the year from 2010 to 2008. No, I, no, I wouldn't do that. Okay, let's hear it then. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't be like, oh no, it's obviously true. It was two that I wouldn't do that. Uh, in a two thousand and eight okay. study, so forget the year. Uh, I guess the year is only relevant because it was when the film came out. Uh, in a okay. two thousand and eight study, fifty eight percent of teenagers thought Sherlock Holmes thought was a real guy. Yeah. Yeah. True. That, that is sadly true. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's real. Why? Just because teenagers there's nothing thick. fantastical about him. I think that I think teenagers, you know, so we're talking about we that was us at that age, right? 2008, we were like eight, 17, 18. Uh, yeah, you know, shit. Yeah, we would have been, yeah. So, yeah, I just think our understanding of, you know, mythic fictional characters, there would have to be something magical or different you know something supernatural maybe just 
you know, if you went, no, he's, he's not even real, they'd be like, what? So why even talk about him then? Why why, is he, why can he not fly and shit if, you could, if you're just making it up? So if someone had done that study for you, you'd have said he was real? I wouldn't have, but I can understand why people would. Mm. Oh, to be honest, maybe I might have gone, was he real? Maybe he was real. Maybe if you'd have caught me a couple of years before that. Uh, the longest interval between triplet births is 45 days. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was thinking, I thought the question was someone's had triplets and then how long was it? No, what was no, the no. longest someone's waited to have more triplets? No. I thought you were going to say 45 years and I was like, wow, that is long. No. That would be long. 45 days. 45 days. That seems... I mean, it's very shocking, but I don't know shit about births. Maybe twins, you know, one popped out and then te- technically the other twin came out two years later, but it's like some freak <laughs> uh, thing. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that that's not common. That's not something that does happen, but there was some medical complication and they and they sort of prematurely birthed one maybe and then, or, you know, vice versa, they had to like keep her from having from giving birth i don't think it was just like one popped out and then she was in labor for another 45 days it's so actually, i'll say true it's actually false oh it's uh not triplets it's twins and it's yeah. eight, 87 days holy which is, hell which is fucking ludicrous it's almost three months man yeah well i take some satisfaction <laughs> in that uh, effectively, I feel like I got I got a point there. <laughs> no, fuck off. Uh, because in my explanation of my reasoning, I sort of said it it could be like twins in a long time, and it was so. Cleopatra lived closer to the moon landings, as in uh, when she was alive, than to the building of the Great Pyramids. Uh, Cleopatra. Coming so this you. is uh, so I know a sort of similar, similar facts to this, where Which like because the Great Pyramids were built more than two thousand BC, um, and there were still woolly mammoths knocking about. Yeah, um, yeah, you've told me so, that. <clears throat> so yeah, if depending on the person that you said and because i'm not sure when cleopatra was around but i know there's some notable egyptian figures that were born closer to now than the erection of the pyramids so you've either sneakily swapped the character out to to get me or it's true which one uh oh it doesn't matter does it i get a point either way No. Which one? Um, yeah, I can't think of what other character apart from like Tutankhamun someone would say. Um, so I'll just say true. I know my Egyptians. Uh, it is yeah. true. Yeah, she was. Um, so the Great Pyramids were, I think, were around 2500 BC. Dude, let me give you a very similar fact. Yeah. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Yeah. Closer. lived closer to today than yeah. the existence of the stegosaurus it's about 90 million years as well 
Can you like that is I really can't. difficult for me to wrap my head around. <laughs> I can't fathom that. There's another one as well. Like uh, Madonna's first single was released closer to the end of World War Two than today. Yeah, which but, dude, the T Rex because you think of dinosaurs, oh, they all like lived, and you think of, they lived for like two million years or something, and then they were dead basically forever, and and then now it's now. But a T, if you'd have been alive in T Rex times, you'd have been digging up stegosaurus bones and it would have been uh, yeah, you know, even further years. in the past than the, than the t-rex is to us now it's just like i think oh. they were dinosaurs have been alive longer than they were extinct as well if i think if that makes sense i just don't i don't like thinking about such grand scales of time it really like <laughs> fucks me up you Not know when it. you when you go on like a Joe Rogan binge or something, and he's like, <laughs> "No, what is going on?" Like when he has Brian Cox on us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the probability of you drinking a glass of water that contains at least one particle drunk by Genghis Khan is fifty percent. <laughs> Say again. The probability of you yeah. drinking a glass of water that contains at least one particle drunk by Genghis Khan. Is fifty percent of ever in my life drinking a glass of water? Uh, yeah, um, it's surely a hundred percent. Oh wait, but you say you're not saying me, Peter Hall. You're saying a human. So the probability that any one person, on average, on the earth, at some point in their whole life, drinks a glass of water that has one particle. Like there's no, so I, many particles no, in I'm there. telling you the probability of you as Peter Hall. But you wouldn't know that. <laughs> I do know that. I've been I know where you live, my friend. Um I mean, it's gotta be more than that. It's gotta be a hundred percent. Um I'll I'll say true. Uh it's I, I, that, this one that might be true. But the fact that I did find was that it's a hundred percent, and it's also Cleopatra as well. Yeah, but I, I, but I reckon then Genghis Khan's probably about that as well. So what I'm doing on each of these is I'm hedging my bets. I'm explaining what I think is the truth, so that people can understand. I would have gotten it if you hadn't been sneaky. Um, well, that's bollocks. Uh, November second, the year two thousand was the last time all the humans alive were on the planet together at the same time. Say one more time. November 2nd, 2000, was the last time all the humans alive at that point were on the planet at the same time. (laughs) Well, I'm struggling to get what that means. So that means there was no one in space on that day. That was the last time there was no one in space. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, that's what I'm saying there. Sure, true. It is. There has been at least one person on the International Space Station for nearly 20 years. Dude, I've got a crazy fact for you. Go on. If we say that there are, let's say, hypothetically, if there were, on every planet, there were 10 billion people, right? Yeah. And then, so you you go, okay, 10. More than what we've got on the planet now. Right. So we'll say there's 10 billion people on the planet, right? Yeah. Um, and then we'll say 
in our solar system, imagine the Earth's got 10 billion people on it. And then we'll say just in our solar system, if we add a billion of the Earth, right? So we've got a billion Earth with 10 billion people on. Sure. Yeah. So and a billion just... Every, I know everyone knows this, but really try and compute in your mind that a thousand, thousands, a million, a thousand million is a billion, right? So we've got a thousand million Earths in the solar system, ridiculous already, and every single one of them has got 10 billion people on it, right? Yeah. Then we'll say that in our galaxy, there are 200 billion of our solar system, right? Yeah. You don't have to keep, I'm not going to like test you at the end and say, how many, how fast um, is the train going? My, yeah, my head's struggling to keep up with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone, you can check out of trying to like keep track of like the total number of people. I'm not going to say how many shoes exist in the universe. <laughs> one. Just, you, I'm just trying to create the feeling. It's a, more of a feeling of how many things we're on about right now. Yeah. So 200 billion of, our, of the jam-packed solar systems in the galaxy, right? Yeah. Then, then we'll say of our galaxy, like the, those galaxies, there are five hundred billion of them in the yeah. universe, right? Yeah. Then we'll say so. There's a lot of people knocking about, right, in this universe. If we say all that, then we'll say, let's have every single person, every single person, without exception, on every single one of those planets, has got a deck of cards. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been shuffling them into unique, random, like random orders, just randomly shuffling it, right? You still with me? I'm still there, yeah. So they've been, everyone's been shuffling the decks of cards that they've got, doing one million new shuffles every single second. Yeah. Right, so just cr- crazy. I mean, what? Fast, imagine watching that just fast hands. Wouldn't even be making a sound. The oscillation would be too fast. It'd just be. That's what it'd sound like. The shuffling, yeah. right? A million shuffles, right? Every single second. How long they've been doing it? You might ask. ask me how long they've been doing it. How long have they been doing it, Peter? Since the beginning of time. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. If all that is true, 10 billion people on every planet, 1 billion planets in the solar system, 200 billion solar systems in every galaxy, 500 billion galaxies in the universe, every single person's shuffling a deck of cards a million times every single second. They have been doing that since time began. We would still yet to be repeating the order of that's any it. single deck of those cards. That's insane. I love a, I love a card fact every possible deck combination would still yet to have been shuffled. That's incredible. Which uh, doesn't got, seem true, that, does it? I've got some million and billion uh, facts here, actually. Let's have them. Uh, one, you can guess. The other one, I'll just tell you. A million seconds is 11 days. Um, I know, sure. I'm, not fini- I'm, not, I'm not finished yet. A billion seconds. These are all true. Should I be listening to these or trying to guess if it's false? This one, this one you'll need to guess. A million seconds is 11 days. A billion seconds is 12 years. True or false? It sounds true. It's false. A million seconds is 11 days. 
a billion seconds is 30 years. Right. Which leads me on to, I read... Uh, you could stitch me up. You have to, you, go, you come with it, you go, yeah, and then a billion seconds is 400,000 years. And then if I go true, you go, no, you're an idiot. Well, but 12 and 30 are like the same. Uh, a million dollars laid out like a million one one if you had a million dollars and you one by one laid it out end to end end to end yeah uh, is uh, about 160 yards no way hang on a bit of a dirt Oh no! A million dollars laid out is about sixty sixty miles. Yeah, that so, sounds right. So it'd take about an hour to um, walk it. To yeah, to to drive in a car, you'd uh, yeah. Um, it'd take about. I got an one hour. for you. This is from the top of my. I can't. I can't remember the exact facts, but I think if you get a Rubik's cube in every possible combination that a Rubik's cube could be in. Yeah. Let's look this up. I don't want to get this wrong. Rubik's Cube fact. Well, while you're doing that, so a million dollars laid out 60 miles, we're saying, roughly. Do you know how long a billion dollars laid out is? Um, it would be, what is it, like the, it's like 10 times to the sun and back or something. It's 96,900 miles, which is um, around the world four times. Imagine asking for that. Bill Gates could ask for that. Yeah. Do, I I, so. do you reckon he should as like a, a power play? Because he'd ruin, he'd ruin someone's fucking day doing that, wouldn't he? <laughs> Oh, Bill! Fuck, come I on, can't man. find this. I can't find this one, man. Bill, I don't want to get the billion dollars out. Look, come on, you don't need it's, it, dude. This fact that I'm trying to come up with is like, what is it? It would. T- oh, here's here's one. I'll just give you a different one, a substitute one. It's better um, be exciting after all this. Forty-three quintillion different possible configurations. Oh, that's right, just ludicrous. So if you turned the Rubik's Cube once every second, it'd take you 1,400 trillion years to finish to go through all the configurations. That's, uh, who's got time for that? Which means if you'd started at the Big Big Bang, there's no way you'd be even close to done yet. If if a person had that many Rubik's Cubes, so had one for every configuration, you could cover the entire surface of the Earth 275 times. Which is more than the billion dollars. Yeah, but which but, is yeah, the, the one I was trying to move. find is like, I think the one I was trying to find is it, it stretches to the moon and back like a hundred times or something. Um, There's one that's like if you fold a piece of paper in half. Oh, don't this it, one. I, I've read this one and I can't get my head around it. Yeah, it's something that, right. So I don't know the actual fact, but I'm just going to say a fact that sounds like it, and it's going to give you the feeling that I had when I learned the real fact, even though the. It won't be true. Let me to get it. Here we You're go. Ready. I'll get it here. Okay. I've got it. I've got it up. So, right. If you fold, I want to get the full thing. I don't want just the fucking numbers. 
It's so weird, this one. I, I can't get it because, like, it's not. It's the paper. Like, I don't fucking understand how you could do it with paper. But if you if you fold it, if you could fold a piece of A4 paper forty two times, yeah. you could reach the moon. How does that work? No, that's, the... that's not the fact. It is. No, I, I heard something much more ridiculous than that. It was something like if you could fold it like. 15 times it would be the width of the universe that's what i know no. if you fold it 42 times you could get to the moon what the hell am i on about then which, which like I, I still can't quite get my head around that though 81 yeah. folds and your paper will be as thick as the galaxy jesus christ <laughs> Which I know isn't possible, but how Dude, can you do moon, that with a piece of paper? Like I don't. People don't even know how ridiculous it is because you're going, oh yeah, the moon, and you've got an idea of where the moon is. You sort of picture the Earth, and you picture the moon just like near it. It's not near it. The moon no, is well not. far away. You told me, and this blew my mind when I found out as well. You could get all the planets in between us and the moon with room to spare. Yeah, with a couple thousand kilometers left. And uh, which is also similar to the fact that, like, um, that like Africa is undervalued on a map because yeah. no one, no one fucking. Appro- which I think I read somewhere is um, it's also part of like systemic racism making Africa Come smaller. On. Behave yourself. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying it is. I read. Imagine that. people like. Come on. That's what I read. Saying that um, it's a way of uh, helping keep the racist values alive because they're showing Africa are small. I'd love to see I'd love to see one of the woke patrol sort of espouse it and going, yeah, well, that's because of this and that's why it's been thousands of years of systemic subjugation. And then you go, do you know who discovered that fact? A white man. And then they'd be like, uh, does not compute. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to keep saying it anymore. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying I agree. I just think people are stupid and don't, you know, people just want to draw stuff bigger on a piece of paper because they're stupid not because like I don't think that that's a I don't think they've willingly drawn Africa smaller because they want to make it here's the only time that probably ever happened is you know hundreds and hundreds of years ago people drew you know sort of drew it from memory or you know just went sailing around and gave their best guess at what what these were shaped like or whatever and then maybe then the, even then, why would you draw it? Why would you purpose it? Hey, let's make this map not a good map because <laughs> yeah, well, we that's... don't like the blacks. <laughs> that's what I mean. I, I just think people are stupid. Well, I don't think people, I don't think sailors are stupid enough to be like, <laughs> ah, do you know what? This country has smelly people in it, so let's fucking die at sea. Uh, we'll go back to some facts. That's a new level of stupid. We'll go back to some facts. The Chinese government allows a 2% margin of error in their census. This is larger than the population of Australia. Whoa. Um, it sounds like there's no way that could be true. So that it's a good true or false. If that's true, then it's, it's a good one. And if you've changed the percentage from 11 to 2, then I'm going to come to your house. In the night. What are you saying, true or false? 
true. It is true. Wow. That's fucking mad, that, isn't it? So when the Chinese government are totting their people up, they could they could let in the entire population of Australia and the government would just write it off as a clerical admin error. That is a real... <laughs> I mean, it it's also speaks to how few people live in Australia because they all live around the coast and there's no one really in the middle of that huge yeah. continent. So it's, Australia's population is lower than you would imagine, but just how many people are in China? Didn't I, Doesn't it say... Um, doesn't Sorkin write for, uh, you know, in Social Network, he says um, there are more people uh, with a genius IQ in China than there are people in America. That I, I could absolutely believe that to be true. Yeah, that's uh, even more crazy, I think. The population of Australia is 25 million people. So tw- all of Australia could sneak into China and their census would just be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. We we can account for that. Yeah. Probably get noticed, though, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, maybe. Uh, Belgium was still executing people by guillotine when Indiana Jones came out, the first one. Uh, I've heard something similar. So either you change the country slash the film... Or it's true. I thought it was France and it was Star Wars, but I'll say true. Ah, you beat me to it. Yeah, it was France and it was Star Wars. Um, In a room of 23 people, there's a roughly 50% chance of two of them sharing the same birthday. True. I can't work out the maths on that one. It's really difficult, that one. (laughs) Um, And it's the reason that it's difficult to understand is because like I said before, I was like, are you talking about, and I went, oh, you're not talking about me. You're talking about a person on the planet. And that's where we fall down. Everyone sort of intuits it as yourself. You're thinking, what, someone's going to have my birthday. No, no, maybe it won't be you. It's not necessarily going to be you. We're just talking about one person and another one person in that room. It's because humans have this like egocentric you, you tend to think about things as it relates to you and your, your intu- intuitions are related to like you're like you being the subject but you're not the subject it's just a person and another person so yeah still, it's, it's an interesting one that one i still I, I even when i was reading it i didn't really think of me and i still can't quite get my head around how that is 50 percent. yeah it's best not to think about it <laughs> right in case i just blow up <laughs> yeah i think that yeah i've read like changes on the fact as well where it's you know, if you raise it up to this point, then it becomes 99%. Uh, yeah. Something like 27 or... I read a variant where it? if you just add like four more people, it goes up by like another 25% or something. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. I don't get it. Last one. Uh, this one. Okay. I like this one. If you get a kidney transplant, they leave the original kidneys in. No way. I suppose it makes sense to do that. I've ne- I, I, th- I would think that I would have heard of that though. Like I can understand, I can fathom of a reason you hear about weird medical things like that, where they leave things in so that it can continue to function or the new one won't be rejected. Like it, I, w- I wouldn't be shocked if someone went, yeah, that's what they do. The only thing I'd be shocked by is, wow, that sounds like something that you would have heard about that people would have said in my, in my years on this planet. Um, so I'm going to assume that I've, I've just never heard it for some reason, even though it, sh- it sounds like something everyone would know. Because um, I can imagine, 
yeah, I can imagine that that's true. It is true. What they do is they why, why have we never heard of that. What they do is they took like one of they took another kidney just like behind your pelvis. It's mad, isn't it? Why not take it out? I read this on Reddit, and then somebody underneath went, "Yeah, I've had three kidney transplants, and I can tell you that this is true." So they've got fucking five kidneys in their body, mate. They're just accruing kidneys. They're going to yeah. end up. They're just going to get themselves fifteen different kidneys. Fly over to Korea and sell them all on the black market and just what? live in the Seychelles. There were, that wasn't the end of the sentence either. <laughs> like the end of the sentence was, "I'm waiting for another one." Which what's up with this person? So, a the kidneys that they, I mean, they're getting some either shit kidneys that the transplants just aren't pick, taking part. Or... Do you know what that person? That person is a write-off. They're a drain <laughs> on the on the system and we should assassinate them. Yeah. Tuck behind your pelvis though. That was the last fact I had for you. Fuck. Good facts, man. Uh, my, uh, yeah, some good ones in there. The Chinese government ones is my favorite out of all of them. I'm going to come at you with the facts next time. Please do. Please. Pretty please. And this, and I'll grant you the, I will, I'll give you the gift of not doing what you did on some of them. Uh, well, you know, sorry I didn't play my game by your rules. You are pardoned. My facts weren't up to your fucking high standard of but no, misery. Okay, well, I can do it your way if you want. I can just sort of sneakily change numbers and trip you up. What I'm going to do instead, though, is I'm going to make it so if you get it wrong, like I'm going to make it so that it, it's uh, there's no foul play, no sneaky business. It's either true or false, and there's no tricks. Okay. There should be. It's a, not going to be very similar to something that's true. We sh- there should be a TV show like this, like an actual game show. We can win. Yeah, mm-hmm. should we should do it? We should call it QI. No, because that's not a game show where you win money off the fucking public, is it? Like you, I want real members of the public, not. Three comedians and Alan Davis. That was hey, a burn. Alan Davis <laughs> that was a burn on Alan Davis for some weird reason. I like There's him. No need for that talk. <laughs> I listen to his Arsenal podcasts, even though I'm not an Arsenal fan, because I Shout like Alan. Alan. If you're listening back, big vegetarian Alan Davis, and uh, oh, well, now I don't shout out to him anymore. And a, yeah, hardcore Arsenal fan. There's a fun fact for you. Very nice. Season ticket holder at Arsenal and host of the Tuesday Club. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to rewatch uh, Friends. From what season? Uh, <clears throat> when does Ross get with Rachel? Is that end of series two? Know. Well, yeah, I, ju- I jumped in on like season five or something the other day, and or six maybe, and I was like, oh, it... There's enough in there that you just sort of can guess what's transpired already, and they talk about things a lot, and they do a lot of flashback episodes. So I think you can well, get away with like just skipping. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you need to watch it because of the, you know, the chronology or the 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 back jokes. Like they're very isolated episodes, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Peek behind the curtain, completely forgot what we were talking about and we had to stop recording. So We were talking about friends. Uh, okay. 
It's a long time ago that now, isn't it? For the listener, this is real bad. Uh, when did, we when talked did you... about a lot of other stuff we talked about. Oh, during the break, we talked about <laughs> the new film Tenet from Nolan. We talked about UFC. We talked about all sorts of shit. Fucking hell. <laughs> when, when did you... Jesus, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, when did you... When did you rewatch it from, did you say? Series three? What, we're talking about Friends? Yeah. Um, I think I always jump in around five or six. Series three is... Do, got... know, do you know what I would have remembered? I would have made a mental note to remember, but I always feel so comfortable and confident that you will just pick things up. Like I feel no pressure to sort of help in making the podcast go smoothly because you... I mean, you are good at it, but you also sound good at it. Like the, the vibe you put out is like this consummate professional. Whenever I, I'm listening to it, the show, like on Spotify, just like in the living room or whatever, Tanya will always say, she'll just go, he's got a really good voice for podcasting. <laughs> Thank you. He sounds like a podcaster. And like, I... then the next day I'll be listening to like, you know, maybe checking something on when you've been on mine or whatever. And then she'll be like, he just sounds like he should be on the radio. Do you not think? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tanya. Shout out to Tanya. You've always been my favourite of the two. Between of you me and her. Of me, of you and her, yeah. Or her and my other girlfriend. <laughs> She's the favourite of all your other girlfriends, for sure. Out of her and Vanessa, you prefer her. <laughs> Vanessa, yeah. Yeah, Vanessa's a hoe, man. Um, series three's got the UFC episode, which is pretty good. Pete, Pete Becker's quite a good character. Yeah, that's not a good season for me. Like, if people say episodes, and I think, yeah, that episode. I mean, it's reasonably entertaining, sure, but like, it's just not hit the. You know, there's at that point, it would not be defensible paying each of the cast members a million dollars. The series four is when Phoebe has a triplets, and then it's getting, so you know, it's getting there, isn't it? Basically, you just want Chandler and Monica to be together because that's series five onwards. I think so, yeah. That's just I where think. your comfort is with them two together. Well, the comfort comes from all the characters knowing, all the actors knowing the characters, all the characters being fully fleshed out and not being like... There's, the writers just take really cheap angles and stuff before like season four, five, six... The amount of uh, gay jokes in the early series is uh, very, very uncomforting, um, really. Yeah. Because, not to sound too liberal left-wing on it, but... uh, I'd love to to hear what a gay thinks (laughs) of it. Yeah, because, like, I've never, even in the early series, I don't don't get the joke that, like, to me, Chandler doesn't come across gay, does he, or is... Is that just me? I think, no, I don't think he does, but I think it's like, uh, it's just an in-joke that he has been referred to it that way, so they just keep bringing it back. And it's Mm -hmm. like, the the thing that's funny is his incredulity at being repeatedly called gay. Yeah, okay. So you just want Monica and Chandler to be together. Those series onwards are all... It's it's of no consequence to me whether they're together. I like when the writing gets to a certain level, and that happens to be... To coincide with when they do series five onwards, I always found like I always find it weird watching those early series when they're not together as well because they make such a great sort of 
They are a good couple, aren't on they? On screen pair. Well, they just they just complement each other character wise quite good, don't they? Like Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, a short one. Uh because we uh, used all our podcast discussion points when we weren't recording. So <laughs> you guys missed out on that, uh, which is unfortunate for you. Um, for the Patreon subscribers, <laughs> you can get exclusive peek behind the scenes at what we talked about. Uh, imagine, imagine if I charged. If, 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 I, if, I, if I thought about charging, I'd, uh, I'd charge uh, for the video, the video of this. Yeah, the video version. Plus... Every week, the guest tells a secret. <laughs> Go on. You don't have any secrets to tell. Uh, I do, yeah, I have. You're an open I do book. Have a couple of secret things. I do have a couple of secrets. Oh dear. Do I know these things? No, I'm, I'm not talking about like secrets. I'm just talking about like things that I wouldn't like for people to know that I, I know about myself. Do I know about them? Do I know them it's, about it's not. It's not something that would even come up in conversation. It's just like dumb, dumb things. Okay. What, that you'd like, that you'd like to receive pegging on the fourth Sunday in? No, because that's like a juicy secret. These, these secrets, if I told you, you'd go, oh, I don't care at all about that. <laughs> that's not a secret then. That's just uh, an uninteresting. But I don't, I, I don't want anyone to know it. Okay. Yeah. I'll well, tell you off air. What about that? Okay, I'm just going to guess that one of them is you just prefer left-hand masturbation to right-hand masturbation. I wouldn't be secretive about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, programming notes, I think we're doing a football one tomorrow, hopefully with uh, Big John. Um, we'll talk about the ongoing Champions League final uh, that's playing right now, and we'll also have a return of the... Serious James 11 uh, set the challenge for the Neely men tomorrow in keeping with the Champions League theme, so keep an eye out for that. Um, and for everyone else, I will see you on the flip side, suckers.